Hello and welcome to today's webinar. My name is Lisa Lawson, Principal Advisor at Particle Measuring Systems, and I will be talking to you today about EU GMP Annex 1 Revision 12 Draft regarding quality risk management. The use of quality risk management principles and risk-based approaches are prominent expectations throughout the draft Annex 1 revision. Risk-based approaches are mentioned 43 times in the draft, reinforcing the importance of using risk-based approaches in all aspects of sterile product manufacturing. I'm going to highlight requirements related to quality risk management that are specifically mentioned in Annex 1. We're going to talk about the pharmaceutical quality system requirements for manufacture of sterile products. We're going to talk about utilities monitoring and on viable, non-viable environmental and process monitoring requirements. In Annex 1, Principle Section 2, it states, processes, equipment, facilities, and manufacturing activities should be managed in accordance with quality risk management principles that provide a proactive means of identifying, scientifically evaluating, and controlling potential risks to quality. Quality risk management priorities should include a good design of the facility, equipment, and process, and then implementation of well-designed procedures with monitoring systems as the final element that demonstrate that the design and procedures have been correctly implemented and continue to perform in line with expectations. Remember that exclusively monitoring or testing does not give assurance of sterility. You must think holistically about your facility's contamination control strategy. Within your pharmaceutical quality system, you must have three elements. First, systems and procedures that govern your quality risk management program. Second, an effective risk management system with tools to assess risk. And lastly, formal risk assessments that are documented in order to ensure that you are managing these risks appropriately. In Section 6 regarding utilities, the Annex states, the nature and extent of controls applied to the utility systems should be commensurate with the risk to product quality associated with the utility. The impact should be determined via a risk assessment documented as part of the contamination control strategy. Here we're thinking about critical product contact utilities, such as purified water, WIFI, clean steam, or any other gases that have direct product contact and we're going to conduct a scientific evaluation of the characteristics and functionality of each point. The goal is to define our QC sampling points and points of use. We wanna make sure we consider any unused points and that we do an evaluation of each of the valves regarding slope, positioning, and disinfection, as well as how we manage our piping, how do we flush, disinfect, etc. And this will also help us determine uh, what is the appropriate sample handling technique and what are the appropriate sample containers in order to develop our sampling plan. So what are the benefits of using quality risk management for utilities monitoring? Our sampling programs should include all points of use at a specified interval to ensure that representative water samples are obtained for analysis on a regular basis. Our risk assessment helps us define sampling points by different criticality. For example, WIFI as a raw material is much more critical than WIFI as a final rinse in our CIP cycle. So we can establish different frequencies based on that risk. 
This helps us reduce time and materials to do the testing, but more importantly, helps us ensure that we're sampling at areas of greatest risk to our products. Section 9 of Annex 1 covers environmental and process monitoring. Here, risk assessments should be performed in order to establish a comprehensive environmental monitoring program. Sampling locations, frequency of monitoring, monitoring methods used, and incubation conditions, in other words, time, temperature, or aerobic and anaerobic conditions need to be established. These risk assessments should be conducted based on detailed knowledge of the process, final product, your facility, equipment, operations involved, historical monitoring data, and monitoring data obtained during your qualification. You also need to have knowledge of the typical microbial flora isolated from your environment, as well as other considerations such as air visualization studies. These risk assessments need to be reviewed regularly in order con to confirm the effectiveness of your site's environmental monitoring program and should be considered in the overall context of your trend analysis and the contamination control strategy for your site. So let's talk a little bit about some of the inputs and outputs when establishing your environmental monitoring program. On the left, we have our inputs, so air visualization studies and process understanding. So what is this for? It really serves to correlate the process with the monitoring data. It allows us to identify areas and operations that are critical for production. So what type of data do we look at? We gather detailed information about your process to define all critical operations and locations. This helps us define potential sampling points and identification of critical areas by HACCP analysis. We choose points within those critical areas according to a defined criteria. When you do it this way, you can demonstrate a thorough evaluation based on scientific criteria that any sample point was considered. This helps us define our final points based on available space, environmental design, evaluation of product, and primary container closure exposure. So the output is determination of our surface sampling, our viable air sampling, and our total particle sampling. So surfaces, we may uh, sample flat surfaces with contact plates, but irregular surfaces may be more appropriately sampled using a swabbing method. Our viable air, so we determine our active air sampling, either mobile or remote. Where do we need to conduct passive monitoring? Where do we need to con conduct continuous active air sampling? And what is the sampling height of the probe in relation to the critical operation? We also look at the design of the isokinetic probe, the maximum number uh, of curves in the tubing and the tubing length, as this impacts um, deposition of particles within the tubing and can give you uh, falsely lower numbers. And then we also consider rapid micro methods for real-time monitoring where appropriate. Regarding incubation conditions and typical microbial flora, the output of that is a technical report justifying your incubation conditions and media used for plant flora recovery. So how can our contamination control advisory team help you with your utilities monitoring sampling plan? We conduct a scientific analysis through risk-based techniques of your purified water, water for injection, pure steam, or other critical gases to conduct a points of use assessment establish your sampling frequency and procedures, as well as recommend any risk mitigation activities. Conducting a thorough process risk assessment ensures that contamination risks 
are properly controlled. Without the benefit of a risk analysis, you may have too many or too few sampling points. You may not be able to correlate the data with the process and operations. The data might not be usable in the case of investigations or trend analysis to define alert and action levels. There may not be any correlation between the positioning of the particle counters and the active samplers. The particle counters could be disturbed by movement of machinery during operations, and uh, the heights may not be defined effectively with the worktop. You can have total particle spikes or unrepresentative samples. This is why the thorough process risk assessment is so key to ensuring that you're sampling at those areas of greatest risk within your process. Whatever the final wording in this latest revision of EU Annex 1, the message is clear. European health authorities inspectors will seek scientifically sound, unbiased risk assessments and the use of quality risk management principles in the planning, design, control, monitoring, operation, and investigation of sterile product manufacturing processes. The industry must be prepared to develop and employ those quality risk management principles and risk management methods. Thank you for joining me today and best of luck in your quality risk management journey.